We believe that wealth is a journey and that this is your jumpstart to trading success. everybody and welcome back to the Traders Mindset Show. I'm Mike. And I'm Melissa. And today we're going to talk about what makes a true market leader. So I know that in the Discord chat room for the Mara Elite, you abbreviate sometimes as TML. So that's something that not everybody is aware of. So I'm glad that um, we were able to clarify that that is an abbreviation for what makes a true market leader. Uh, right. Uh, and this, is, uh, this isn't like my thing that I came up with. Uh, like I heard this, uh, the, I actually first heard it from IBD, Investors Business Daily, with uh, like what a true market leader is. And then over the years, I've heard so many different definitions about true market leaders that I just put it out to the the room like well what how do you define a true market leader and for us to start to come up with our own list uh and definitions of what true market leaders are I just thought that that would be a great exercise to to go through no I love it but why is that even important like why is that something that you that you need to identify what these true market leaders are like a true market leader is important because it's not just a, a stock that's now leading the market uh, not just a stock that's making uh new 52 week highs but it's important because it's the type of stock that can go up for several months several quarters several years and so by looking for stocks that have those kind of characteristics it allows you to go back to the well multiple times and to either swing trade them or if you're doing an intermediate term trade this is something that you'll be able to get into and just ride for a longer trend um there's a lot of great uses for focusing on true market leaders. So time frame, then you would say, is very important. Uh, yeah, time frame is important. Like, so it's not just a stock that's going to make a, a fresh high and then, you know, like it's done uh, a week later. Like this is one that's going to be moving for a considerable period. Okay, so if it's, um, you're checking off the box for um, like, a certain like time yeah. frames but does it have to hit all of those different time frames or like for, that's just the way that you determine how um it passes your criteria uh, for me i wanted to so uh, so i think that, that that's a good first step i think that um some people uh, what i've seen is some confusion about uh, a true market leader or at least some debate is like oh like a, a stock hits a, a fresh high and it's starting to move quickly out of the gate it's already uh a a leader or, or a true market leader well uh, i would argue that it's a leader but in order to fulfill uh or to become a true market leader i think that it needs to show some level of sustainability so uh whether that for for the individual definition whether it's for a couple of weeks or a couple of months it needs to be some kind of staying power uh, that's involved um so the way that that i'm looking at it um if it's if it's like a recent IPO, I'd want to see some sustainability of at least you know, four weeks or, or more where it's starting to hit fresh high after fresh high and then saying like, oh, like it has the potential to be to become a true market leader. And then over a series of several months where I've seen it continuously push higher and not just push higher in price, but to have the volume behind it as well 
to like a, a key characteristic that, that I've observed is that when stocks move and they continuously make new highs, what's going to be driving that price higher? It's not like you and me uh, that are in there that are just like, oh, well, like the, this stock looks great. I'm going to start buying up shares. It's major institutions. Mm -hmm. So, and we could see and tell what the major institutions are doing because when they are accumulating shares, they, that like you, you could see these giant spikes in volume uh, right on the chart. Okay, so when you're like following their coattails, you're seeing what these major players are doing, then you have a better sense as to, hey, there, uh, there might be some movement going on here. Let me now check um, this box for my list of what makes a true market leader. So are you in the market with that stock at this time or you're still watching? Oh, well, that, there's more than one, mm. right? Like, so it, it's not just like, this is the <laughs> true market leader. No, like I, I, the way that I'm looking at it is uh, for it to be a leader in, uh, yes, a, a, a leader in the market, but also a leader in its own sector and a leader within its own industry group. Uh, so you could have multiple um, true market leaders because there's multiple sectors. Right. So uh, a couple that, that, that I'm looking at now that, that, that I'm trading and we've discussed it in the room. Uh, so Crocs, right? Like, like those uh, sandal oh, things. Oh, I was just thinking I wanted to get a pair for Lily this summer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, parents love it. They say their kids love it. Uh, but it doesn't have to necessarily be a stock that you even know uh, what they do, right? Like uh, InMode is another one. Uh, it's a medical company. And then the, this other one, uh, Gartner, the ticker is IT. Um, so uh, then there should be something that's uh, some kind of new or it factor uh, in a Pardon the pun, but the ticker symbol is IT, but, but there, there should plan be some that, kind of like a, it factor, X factor, whatever you want to call it. There should be something, uh, something that's uh, new about them, a game changer, something about this that's going to be the catalyst that makes it grow for a long time. Mm. Okay, so we have that it had, uh, like, so for Crocs, for example, like what, what about Crocs made you realize, like what boxes have you checked for that particular one? Uh, well, for me, it, it's like understanding like more of the the theme uh, behind what, what's driving it. And it, it's not like an intimate like understanding uh, of the company per se. Right? Like, so uh, you're not checking earnings or is that still uh, a piece Earnings of it? are important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like so that so like I'll, I'll have my you know, check boxes of things that I want to look at. I want to look at earnings and sales and uh, ideally see them growing uh, substantially at bare minimum 25% or more quarter over quarter. I like to see 40% or more quarter over quarter for both. Um, I like to see accelerating earnings, accelerating sales, um, high projections, things like that. Um, but... Uh, yeah, well, like I, I think that um, I think that people can go overboard when it, it comes to uh, understanding like all of the the balance sheets and things like that. I think that uh, or like tracking um, in the news or uh, that yeah, well, like. It sounds like, I, I it like, sounds to like it's a piece of the puzzle, but it's not the whole puzzle. Yeah, no, I, I think that um, I actually like 
to maintain a certain level of uh, detachment from the trades too. Uh, well, what I've found is that if I uh, tend to know a little bit too much about a company, then it almost turns into a, a like a pet stock where like, oh, like I know this company inside and out. So therefore, like every time that it does dip, then I should be buying more. Well, that's not necessarily the case, right? Like uh, nobody knows more than the market. So I would rather follow what the market is doing, know a little bit about the company and then use price to confirm what it's actually doing. Okay, so it's good to know at least a little. Do your research. Do at least have at least a base under basic understanding of what the company's doing, the earnings, but don't like dive so deep into it that you are so immersed in it that you could make a poor decision. Yeah, uh, yeah, because if you know, there's a a very uh, relevant story that a, a sad guru. Uh, was telling uh, Ed Milet on uh, one of his interviews. For, for anybody that doesn't know who who Sadhguru is, he's a, a Indian mystic, uh, yogi, and um, you know, one of the the stories that, that he was telling Ed uh, was uh, about uh, story of creation. Right. So um, <laughs> what he was saying in the story was one day uh, God had nothing to do, so he had some marbles. And he shot one uh, into space, uh, and that became the Earth. <laughs> and the, and, and, you know, here we are. <laughs> but that's a obviously a ridiculous story. He went on to say, and so you could easily dismiss it. Uh, the problem becomes when the, the stories start to become so complex that you begin to believe the story, right? If you have a level of detachment uh, and you're just seeing like well what, what actually is here and you're present then uh you know it, it makes it a lot easier to assess what is versus believing like some kind of a complex story uh, reminds me of what we talked about with lily yesterday when she had seen that cartoon with zombies and she really believed that zombies are real and as an author i'm telling her that no what that there was a author behind that cartoon or whatever who said i'm gonna write this story about a zombie and like proceeded to say like now one day and then this kid came and then there comes a zombie so explaining like how the story comes about gives that level of detachment because I understand that it's it's not real and so trying to be able to explain that right. to a six-year-old that uh, like she just believed that zombies are real because it's on TV so it must be real and I'm like no there's so much that goes into mm. like into that particular it, show or to into that story it's on TV so it must be real that like how many of us have uh, like uh, fallen into that trap and, and still think that way uh, into adulthood right like yeah, it, yeah like yeah the yeah the problem uh, is believing uh, stories and we could work up stories and start believing them but the the only thing at the end of the day that matters is well what's actually happening and what's actually happening as far as the market goes is visible to everybody in price uh, and in volume or really ultimately where price uh, oh, that's great. So, um, so the, your checklist for your particular way to determine um, a true market leader. And yes. This is different for everyone. Like everybody can have their own type of criteria. But for you, um, let's just go down the list again. We had a uh, time frame. Uh, right. So seeing uh, price make new highs for an extended period, typically at least 
at least a month or more to start to fall into like, okay, like maybe this could be a true market leader. Um, another thing that, that we haven't mentioned yet is, well, sort of mentioned is relative strength being mm -hmm. at fresh highs and continuing to uh, push into fresh highs. So relative strength, meaning how is this stock performing relative to the general market, the, uh, like the, the S&P 500? Right? Like it should, if it's a leader, it should be beating the market consistently. Um, Is there anything else that we've missed? So we relative strength, time frame, sustainability, volume, if it has that it factor. Uh, yes, and um, leader in the market, its sector, uh, and uh, its industry group. All right, great. And are you buying all of the different ones or you're just watching them to see like what... Which of these market uh, okay. leaders? Well, I guess that's the part I'm missing. Are so you there's multiple uh, yeah, like well, ones. what's the point, right? Like yeah, yeah. So you you identify which which ones are out there in each of its sectors. So what do you do now? Got it. So you so you have this list of true of what you've deemed as true market leaders. Great. So you keep that on a on a special list, and then where when you're doing your evening or or weekend work, you you go through that list, and if you find one of those true market leaders that happen to be actionable setting up in a pattern that that you like or pulling back or, or whatever that's going to say like hey this is a buying opportunity then because it's on that special true market leader list then that's like one extra thing to say ah, i better pay special attention to this because here's my opportunity mm, I see. right like, versus yes. like all the other stocks in the market where uh, like they might be a great trade but this one here being a true market leader gives you that extra that little bit extra of like okay not only is it going to yeah. that confidence now that it has a stronger chance of working and continuing to work or if you're even thinking of it as a longer term opportunity great like now you've identified it and you could get into uh, a leader that can be sustainable I love it. I hope this answered your questions about what a true market leader is. So you can take what Mike does and then you could um, try it out for yourself and leave in the comments if there's anything else that you look at for determining what a true market leader is um, to fit your criteria. We'd love to hear from you. So don't forget to like and subscribe. Hope you found this uh, show informative and helpful today. And I can't wait to see you next time. Yes. Now take it and run with it. See you soon. Bye. Bye, everybody.